There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. I have the opportunity to, to the first time I get to lead a program uh, at Oklahoma. Are you kidding me? It doesn't get any better than just, this. The biggest reason is, is just, you know, this is Oklahoma. And uh, Oklahoma uh, is, is um, a special place. All right, welcome into the first episode of Sooner Surge. Um, Jackson and I, we are both in high school, um, and sports media and sports journalism is kind of uh, the career path we are wanting to follow and something that we have a very uh, big passion for. Um, it's something that we really want to do um, down the road in life, so we figured we'd start it out right now. All right, yeah, so basically everything that you just said describes what our goal is and the way we see OU athletics is like the back of our hand we're always constantly in tuned with it we're always paying attention to what's happening and even like the more that we pay attention the more it makes us want to become sports journalists and broadcasters down the road eventually for OU and even to keep us pursuing that we have a website in the works and I feel like you can even agree that this is a very big goal that we each have for ourselves. Yeah, so like you mentioned, we do have a website in the works um, where we are really going to try to put out tons of content and all of that. Um, you know, we got like 15 articles we we're working on all about OU football. Um, and so, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and get into uh, our first episode. Um, Jason is going to be on here with us. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. It's been a big month for the Sooners. Uh, go ahead and get into it. All right. Welcome, everybody, to Sooner Surge. It's our first official podcast. And so it's here. Football season's here in Oklahoma. Tomorrow, the press conference begins for fall camp. Jackson and Brody, welcome. Let's get this party started, Jackson. What are you thinking tomorrow? What do you want to learn tomorrow at the press conference? Anything different from Big 12 Media Day? Yeah, well, um, first of all, thank you, everyone, for joining for the first time. Uh, we are excited to do this. Um, one of the things I want to take away is who is separating themselves in the cornerback room? Because at Big 12 Media Day, we heard Brent Venables, I believe, say there's six to eight guys that are up for the spot in that room, mm-hmm. and that's a really competitive room. And I really want to know who's going to separate themselves or who they expect to separate themselves in that room. And also another battle that I'm interested in is Tyler Guyton and Wanye Morris. Because the buzz we ha- heard out of Wanye Morris and Tyler Guyton both having great summer camps, I think that will be a battle to watch at the right tackle position. So that's what I would want to take away. Yeah, and I think – I think those are great. I think the the first thing you said, the cornerback room, there's also some guys that we don't know a whole lot about. The Wyoming transfer who came in, what, late summer, I think? Um, Yeah, he came in in June, I think, at the start of June. Yeah, we don't know a whole lot about him, and he's played a Mm -hmm. ton of ball in Wyoming. So he's very experienced. So guys like that, even Trey Morrison, still don't know a whole lot about him as a transfer. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. And like you said, the O-line is kind of going to be very interesting to see which five they go with. I did see today that Murray got nominated for – what was that award he got nominated for for the 
um, season. Mm. What was that? Did y'all see that today? Yeah, I did. It was like, it wasn't the burden arc. I don't, is that right? It was it? Was it might have been? I don't. I don't it might have been. So that'll be interesting to see. It was the uh, Rotary Lombardi. Rotary Lombardi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what starting five they go with for sure. So yeah, two good points. What about you, um, Brody? For me, for me, uh, I I am interested in both those. You know, the O line and the corners. I think very interesting. Who's going to be the guy there? I think we already know kind of Woody Washington. Uh, I think is is probably that number one guy. But who's going to be on the other side? I don't really know. Uh, and then uh, in terms of DBs, um, it could get a little interesting where Trey Morrison's going to play. Um, but uh, the safeties, look, we both know, we all know that Key Lawrence and Billy Bowman are those two guys. But are you going to throw RSJ and Jordan Mukes behind them? I mean, I, that could be pretty interesting, uh, the depth in that room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think on the line, uh, the end, it could be pretty interesting, uh, whether it's Laula or I really think Stripling. Um, could be the guy there. Um, so, yeah, those are really – I think really the biggest one is the corner position because, yeah, for me that's the biggest one. Yeah. Yeah, and I think – I don't know how much tomorrow we're really going to find out. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if we hear a lot of football talk or if we hear a lot of smoke about what's been going on recruiting. I mean – you wonder what, what mm-hmm. questions are going to be asked. I hope to goodness they yeah. don't ask the same stinking questions they asked at Big 12 Media Day, and they don't bring up, man, what about Soul Mission? I love Soul Mission, guys. I totally oh, yeah. But I'm tired of I'm Not that I'm tired of hearing about it, but it's just like I'm ready for football. You know what I mean? I know, I know Brent Venables yeah. is too. So it'll be interesting to see what questions are asked yeah. tomorrow for sure. One, also a guy that I'm the most interested to hear talk is Ted Roof, because we don't know much about him. He's been a lot of places, but we I don't personally don't know much about him as a coach. Uh, the other two, Brent Venables and Jeff Levy, we know kind of what to expect out of the Jeff Levy offense and what Brent Venables is going to be as a coach, but I don't think we know what to expect out of Ted Roof and Who'll be the person I'll be hearing the most That's a tomorrow. good point because take it back to when Brent Venables was hired. And I talked to y'all, and I'm sure y'all heard the same stuff. When he started hiring people, the very first person he hired was Miguel Chavis, and everybody was like, who's this guy, right? He's and him. It, he's him. That, that, yeah. The guy's him, period. Okay? Then – he hired Ted Roof, and everybody was like, "Why? who is this defensive coordinator, and why is he the defensive coordinator and not a guy like Todd Bates? Guys, Brent Venables knew exactly what he was doing. He needed Ted Roof. Ted Roof is like a defensive guy to teach the defense, and he's not even – he's not a guy to get caught up in all that other stuff. He's there to – and that's what he wants mm-hmm. to do is teach the defense. I mean, this staff that he put together is looking like all-worldly because they have not played a – down and the guys they're getting to commit I mean we might as well just move on to recruiting at this point because what they've done done is almost I don't want to say miraculous but it's guys they have not had this guy that committed today Colton Vasek okay yeah 
they're going to have two top 100 defensive ends on this class. Never in the history of Oklahoma have they done that. I mean, what they're doing is just – it's insane on the defensive side of the ball alone. We're going to hear – Yeah, I, I, actually, line. they have the potential to have three top 100 defensive ends and another guy we can talk about whenever we get to the recruiting part, but uh, three. That's incredible. We're, we're going to hear from Chavis and Bates, right? What about Chavis and Bates? We're going to hear from them tomorrow, right? I'm pretty yeah, sure. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Conference is going to go tomorrow. I, I, I heard it's I heard it's roof, and then all the defensive staff, and then Levy, and then all the offensive staff, and then then, Venables. then Brent Venables is last. Okay, so it's basically like they're on the podium. They're not like going to different. They're all going to come up on the podium and talk a little bit, kind of like they did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. You know, it'll be a time right before spring started. Yeah. I mean, this. I mean, uh, I mean, they have not played it down, so I can't get. I don't want to get my hypes too high, but I mean, this class they're putting together for twenty three, which everybody in the nation, all the national media said, they're 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 in trouble. I mean, they have nineteen commitments now. Nineteen. What did they have yeah. before July started? Ten? Seven? Six, I think. It was I mean, six. July, they were July. coming in with less than 10, yeah. They have killed oh, yeah, yeah. July. I mean, it is un- Yeah, they were number 41. And yeah. here's the um, thing. Here's the thing. Real quick, Brody, is so they're getting this talent, which we all know you have to have talent to win, okay? But they're getting this talent, but they also have guys that are going to develop them. They didn't have that in the past. I'm sorry. I don't want to, like, blow and, and just badmouth. Grinch and other people, but we know for sure Todd Bates is going to develop these defensive linemen. I mean, it's a it's a hundred percent given. We know Brent oh, yeah. Venables what he does with not even four star guys. I mean, he's getting mm-hmm. four and five star guys. I mean, yeah, I don't know. And and when you brought up the edge thing, I, you said two top hundred top one hundred on the on the end, but uh, I, Cecilia Arcana. That yep, happen. that's the guy Which I was talking about. Third one, um, uh, Jordan Raynaud. Yep, Raynaud. Yeah, uh, Jordan Raynaud. Yeah, um, but um, you know, for Venables, the the front, the defensive line, uh, is pretty important. Uh, in a lot of, in pretty much every defense, because, you know, I feel like we had some guys there, but their potential wasn't maximized. So to be able to, as a fan. Or, yeah, someone who uh, is pretty much covering OU football pretty much all the time, to know that they have a real shot at getting probably the best college-ready defensive lineman out there right now, it's chill almost. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and think, if you just look back in the past decade, 10 years, the national champions usually come with the top front seven. I mean – you think about OU. OU's getting ready to go to the SEC. I'm sorry, but if this wouldn't have happened, if Lincoln wouldn't have left, OU was not going to be ready for the SEC on defensive side of the ball. We can be homers all we want. I loved Lincoln, the mm-hmm. offense and everything, but the defense was not making strides. They were not yeah. ready. I heard I heard today Neither on the radio, Caden uh, McFarlane was on with John Hoover, and Caden brought up a stat. It was it was like in the last 15 years of the OU defenses, 
the top five defenses were the last five years BV was there. So when BV left, the defense went to pot pretty much. The, the best five were the last, last five of his time at OU. So it, that's no coincidence. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Probably, well, Anthony Evans and Makari Vickers. So, yeah, that's the last name. Are on yeah, August he's a 26. I expect Jacoby Johnson to be the next because his timeline was somewhere between August and September. He's a two-sport I, guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah he's a two-sport guy. Basketball, football. Yeah, I expect him to to commit next. Did did Anthony and Evans he, commit? Nope. No, he's he's the twenty sixth too. Uh, you think Evans, he's gonna yeah. be the twenty sixth? Yeah. Him and Vickers are. What yeah, about Hicks? Vickers. Hicks, he is probably the January December unless it moves up. Um, there's a chance it could, but probably January December. Yeah, January is what I'm hearing. But I think it's only right though we start out talking about. David Hicks and this next part. Yeah. Um, and can you imagine? Because, well. Block? Oh, my. And, and uh, Adebare. Oh, my gosh. He's that defensive front. And then the sack on the other side? Yes. Yep. Nasty. And if you get uh, Jordan Renaud, that's just another guy. And, to and, and uh, Tassili Akana off the edge, too. Tassili Akana, yeah. I, I really, okay. I really do hope we get him. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Let, let's go back for a second. This Colton Basic kid, all right. Three days ago on Twitter, he had his Longhorns up, Longhorn shirt on with Arch Manning. Okay, his dad played at Texas. How the heck? He's in Austin. He's in from Austin. What? How did they yeah, get him? He's from Austin and Westlake, and, which is it? Yes, for sure. Lost in Westlake, which OU has not had very good success at all in. And no. they get him to come for a visit, and he commits the next day. I don't think he just committed that night because let's be right. I think no, he, I do too. No, I, I he do definitely too. committed. It's, well, that's the thing. It's, I mean, it, it, not, it's incredible. It's no, this is like, so genuine. Staff kind of was. I'm, I, I, I don't want to go back to him, but it's like, it is a genuine culture, and you think about basic when when Texas and, and I don't know the ins and outs of their recruiting. I've just heard rumors how they're throwing money out there, but that's to those players. Some people are like, "That's fake to me." I want to go somewhere where I'm appreciated. I'm going to grow as a man. I'm going to grow as a human. I'm going to also grow as a football player. And oh, use the place to be right now for that. Yeah. So, I think the next guy we're going to talk about is Anthony Evans. What is he about? He's about 5'10 um, or 5'11. Yeah, I think he's 5'11. Yeah, he's 5'11. He's, he's a really fast wide yeah. receiver. Someone entered in a prediction for him to Georgia the day before he went to the party at the palace, and now all the crystal balls are for him to OU. I think he was one of the five locks there. Um, 
who who do you I think expect were him the to be in the boat? Well, we know well, one uh, of them was Vasek. Yeah. Johnson. Vickers. Johnson. Vickers. I do not think it was Hicks. I think it was. Uh, it may not Jordan, have been. Hicks. I think it was Jordan Renaud. I think it was Jordan Renaud. Yeah, but then there'd still be one more. I think it's Hicks. I think Hicks is on there. No, Vasek, Evans, Renaud, Johnson, and who am I forgetting? Vasek, Vickers, Evans, Johnson. Yeah. Well, it could have been Yates or Bo, by the way. It could have been one of them. I don't think it was either of them. Did you say Bowen? Yeah, it could have been Bowen. Bowen. Yeah, I don't think that it was Bowen. Is, I think man. Bowen is still trying other schools. What, A&M? Yeah, he's, he went to A&M this weekend. Yeah. I've heard that his mom doesn't want him to go to OU for some reason. His mom wants him to go to OU, but OU's recruiting his younger brother, younger Eli, brother. Very, very hard. Very hard. What did y'all think of those um, red on red uniforms? They need to bring those back already. Like, yeah, those are they, fire. They, they're fire. Those are sweet. Really, you liked them? Oh yes. Yeah. They 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 the best uniforms that we have. We have, yeah. I like the I like the traditionals. I'm an old fogey. Yeah. Well, where do you guys see this recruiting class finishing up? What top ranking? Two, top three. Somewhere I'm in there. Top, top three. Top three. I see us being two. Behind if everything nine. falls correctly, it could be two or one, but I, I think Bama's probably going to be one. I don't know how you're in it. It's going to be tough to get to. I mean, they could get to one. They would probably have to get uh, They would have hits. to land all the commits that – Bowen, I mean, they'd have to land a couple of five stars. Yeah, they would have to flip everyone. With Keeley, with Keeley probably going to flip to Bama, I think they have one. But I think we could easily get two, and I do think we have a really, really solid chance at at least three. Isn't Bowen a five-star and Hicks is a five-star? Bowen Bowen is a five-star. Bowen's a five-star and on three, I think. But all the other yep. sides have him as a four-star. He's a composite he's, four-star. He's soon to be – even um, P.J. Adabarwe, he will probably be a five-star. Yeah, he, he may. But, like, well, Bowen, they have they have more four-star commits right now than they do three-star. Oh, you do. Three-star you, though, right? Yeah, three-star They got you. more four-star than they do three-star. I think they have four four star or ten four star and nine three star at the moment, oh, and some wow. of those three stars are going to move up to a four star. I think Phil Picotti is going to move up. Phil Picotti, he's a who's the right other now. three star? Heath Ozida has a chance. Is Eric McCarthy a three star? Yeah, Eric McCarthy, he's a three star. I think he's the most underrated player in our class outside of Cade McIntyre. Yeah, possibly. You know, 
Cade McIntyre is a dude. Yeah, he's good. he's gonna be good. Who? I think Keon Brown. McIntyre. Oh, Caleb's underrated. Yeah, he's gonna play linebacker though. He's not even gonna play safety. Hey, this was, this is kind of off subject a little bit, but you know who I think is going to be a surprising player this year? Who? Gavin Freeman. Think so? Yeah. Watch out for him. On, I think he's going to play on on special teams. In the on game. special teams, especially he's going to make a difference in, in something. I, I know he is. Yeah, he's like the Brent Venables guy to make an impact that we don't expect. Oh, for sure. Hey, and you know what? I mean, we, you know what I'm starting to hear a little more buzz about from BV is our boy yeah. Danny, Danny Stuntsman. He's starting yep. to kind of talk him up a little bit, guys. Look out. Yep. And, and Major. Yep. Marcus Major. Are they talking he's, him up more? Yep, they're talking about. We we've heard his name recently. I'm trying to think who else they've. Anderson. Nick Anderson, JJ Hester. Um, I I have heard Eaton a little bit. Yeah, Joshua Eaton. And another dude I think is going to have to have impact is Jordan Mewes because I think. He's probably a backup safety, and I, yeah, I, re- I really think Mukes could be, could be really good because I, I think he was probably our what, maybe our tallest safety in there, besides Lawrence or yeah. something like that. But he just well, kind of has like, that like frame. Yeah, and the the sa- the safety room is the one room that you cannot have an injury in. I feel like besides quarterback, because if you lose Key Lawrence in that safety room. You're throwing in RSJ or uh, RSJ Mukes. You might have Morrison, Morrison back there. Start. Yeah. And did you meet Jaden Davis maybe in the at nickel? We've been hearing some I'm all for that. about that. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love that. Same. I think he he yeah. would really fit there. Mm-hmm. Also, some things that I've heard is that Jaden Rowe potentially being a defensive end. Really, he doesn't that put is, on some weight. That is wild, but get him under Schmitty and he can do it. They can get him on that plane. He would be like kind of like, he he kind of he's like six four though. He'd be like PJ Adabore. He'd be like J- Javon Curse if he can put on weight. You know, um, yeah. where couldn't Jaden Rowe play besides defensive tackle? Nowhere. Well, that's true. I mean, I, I, you did you watch? I don't. Have you watch the? Have y'all watched any of the Sooner Vision stuff yet? Nope. Have I you seen the, the clips uh, from nineteen ninety nine talking about the defense? Yeah, yes, did you watch I that? that. Oh, so, I, I haven't seen that. You have to go watch it, Jackson. It's like from nineteen ninety nine, and he's mm-hmm. he's doing it on the whiteboard about the defense and his strategy, and and it is. I mean, that's that's his strategy is to get you fill your gaps. And you always have an extra man. And that's why in his defenses, you have guys like Isaiah uh, Simmons. You have guys Simmons, like that that are huge. That's defenders where, because they're running free. And you think about like Jaden Rowe or Jaron Kanak. 
some of these guys that could fill that role and they're just a free runner. Caleb Spencer. Man. Oh. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, see what happens. But I mean, the thing like, is, if you get – like Clemson, you guys were one-on-one to dominate a guy. So then you have already have gap protection and you have guys mm-hmm. dominating their mans. I mean – I'm yeah, kidding. for sure. Yeah, I feel like I, the you guys think it's talked about. No, and the uh, I don't. I want to know about Jaden Gibson though, because I think if his body fills out, I think he is the next great receiver to come out of Norman. Hmm. You know, I think he'll play some, but with the transfers that we added in the, the summer, I think it's less lo- less likely that Gibson will get as much playing time as we thought after the spring game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Just, I think, just, I just, think just because you added experienced guys. Yeah, I think unless you get the Shelton. Well, if you get injuries. We're not going to play seven, eight guys at wide receiver. There's going to be four or five that are going to play the whole season. Yeah, it's going to be totally different than last year. And yeah. even on both sides of the ball, even on defense, we're not going to be running. I doubt we'll be running. Like, Ethan Downs isn't just going to yeah. play 20 snaps. No. He's probably going to play most of the snaps. Yeah. We're not going to put in Perry on for two plays and take him out for six. Dude. No, it'll take him out third down and two. Or, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's, I'm ready to go. I'm ready for football to start. I'm ready. Yeah, for and that, that first game is going to be pretty interesting because we're 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 going to get to see the second string probably. We'll get to see a lot of these guys and see just kind of. Yeah. And I just want to see a depth chart. I mean, that's. I'm ready yeah. to see a depth chart too, Brody. Yeah, I I completely agree. I feel like there could be something that a lot of people aren't really expecting on that depth chart. Mm-hmm. But like, when I heard one this, thing, oh, you go ahead and go. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, one thing that I've heard a little bit of quiet buzz about is DJ Graham potentially moving to offense. It was talked about some during the spring, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's something we see. As I, I think it's after is the DJ Graham at receiver. Yeah, yeah, the or quarterback room is maybe if it's. Do you think he'd play much? I mean, I mean, obviously we don't know, but if Jaden Davis is in that quarterback room, that's Davis, Walker, Colden, um, I mean Morrison, Mukes, Eaton, Mukes, Eaton, yeah, Mukes. I think will play safety. Can Kendall I walk? Dennis, maybe Kendall. You Dennis? also have Harrington. Harrington. Yeah. The Royals. one guy from that room, Royals. I feel like is not getting talked about near enough is Kenai Walker. Eaton I'm Walker. telling you, Kenai yeah, Walker. I like Kenai Walker too. He, he's like, like six foot four, and he's a man press coverage corner. Yeah, and he's fast. He doesn't have slow feet and slow hips. See, he's quick. And there was during the spring game. I don't. I don't know if y'all saw the play. Where Dylan Gabriel threw the absolute dot to Theo Weiss and Kenai Walker was at on. At the beginning of the play? At the be- it was at the beginning of the game. It was in the first quarter. 
Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. But yeah. And that was great great coverage on the best route runner on the team. Yeah. I think the kid's a special player. I like him. He's only he's only a sophomore. Yeah. Actually, I, doesn't he still have his freshman el- eligibility because he only played in four games last year at Louisville? He might. Wait, let me look. Because I heard a story that they played him the first three games and they saved him to play in the bowl game. That's how bad they want him to keep his eligibility because they wanted him back. Um, Redshirt freshman. Yeah, I was right. That's, I mean, but I I really like Eaton. I think Eaton will find a way to get on the field this year. Yeah. All right, yeah, back to recruiting for a minute, though. I think we need to talk about the whole national media kind of blowing up this last weekend a little bit about uh, Brent Venable's comments that were made, what, three months ago, maybe longer, about his philosophy on recruiting and committing and, and that sort of thing. I think we have a clip here. But I know this, there's a lot of flaws in taking a commitment, making a reservation, and then go doing your thing. How can I manage a roster or who else I need to offer if I got nine guys committed, but they're going to Bama and Georgia and LSU and A&M? How can I manage? How can I take commitments? I don't know what my numbers are. I don't want a guy to commit. Do not commit. Like, hey, coach, I'm ready to commit. Hey, buddy, is it, here's what commitment looks like now. Okay? I want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. So I say, will you marry me? You say yes, and we get married. Okay? And then we start off on the right foot. Not like I dated four or five women, and all of a sudden we feel in some kind of way. You know? Is somebody going to actually show up on November 30th? All right, guys. So recently, we've heard all the outlandish stuff that's been coming out the way Brent Venables likes to recruit his players. And he doesn't allow them to take visits to other places, but he recruits players that are committed to other schools. And like he said in the last clip, when you're committed to something, you're not going around searching for other things. For other people, you're committed. So if you're committed to a school and you say, yes, I want to come to Oklahoma, you're not really committed to that school. And it's not fair to call Brent Venables hypocritical for it because a commitment means you're going to stay with something. You're not going to go away from it. You're not going to cheat on it. And I feel like the people that are saying this stuff don't know what they're talking about and haven't paid much attention to what Venables is doing at all. Yeah, I, I mean, I really feel the same way about it. Uh, in short, to sum it up, basically, if he if you're coming on visits to OU, he doesn't view you as committed to, per se, Notre Dame or LSU. I think that's how simple it is. Yeah, I, I agree with yeah. both of you. And the thing is, like, this isn't new. That Clemson has done this for years. No. I mean, this Clemson is didn't Clemson's have a, philosophy. 
Yeah, they didn't have a decommitment for like three years straight, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's nothing new. It's just for some reason, I and I think it's OU is a media giant. And what it is is people like to put OU in on things in these videos because it's clickbait and they get their ratings go up. Because yep. OU is a giant. There is not a fan base any more powerful than the OU football fan base. And I'm just going to say football because it is football. It's, it's a, it's a giant. And that's why Colin Coward does what he does. That's why this, what is it, Ari Wasserman? Is that the guy that did it this weekend? Same thing. Mm -hmm. They are looking for more views. And they're going to get it when they mention OU's name. Yeah. That, who was it? The girl at Barstool Sports, Casey Smith, had on the Oh, the one that went breakdown. Yeah. She that made all the outlandish comments about OU to get the views, and she even said that some of the reasons she said this all that stuff was so she could get interaction. Yeah, but you know USC is the mecca of college football. Oh yeah, they look. Yeah, they're the mecca. Not OU. USC. Oh yeah. Hey, real quick while we're on that subject, did you see, is it Zion? What's his name? Zachary Branch. Or Zachary Is he the one that got injured today? He got injured? One of them got injured doing doing Benny Wiley's uh, thing. Yes, knee injury. No, then that would be Zachary Zion Branch's brother. Whoever it was, he got injured. I Wait, saw it on Twitter today. Wait, have y'all seen the, the video they posted of their O lineman's workout? Oh gosh, they're weak. <laughs> no. I, what was I, don't, it? I don't know if we can go down I don't know if we need to go down this rabbit hole, right? But uh just go look, scroll through USC's Twitter. You'll see some uh you'll just see an O lineman who I, I don't know what he was doing. Uh, wasn't football practice, but um Yoga? I don't know what it was, but you know, back on this the clip we played, um, and it's kind of nice, man. I don't have to worry about my five-star quarterback um, going and taking visits to Texas A&M. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like the, the philosophy. Um, but, I mean, we did – we've seen it been used before. It's not like he's coming out and, and saying it because obviously it happened to Ashton Cozart, but – well, you know, in I, fact, OSU OSU does the same philosophy. You just don't hear it very much. Gundy's the same way. Gundy yeah. Gundy says if you're going to commit to us, don't go take any other visits. It's a little different when it's coming from OSU. They're not as powerful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're the they're the they're the younger sibling. Well, and you know Alabama better. does this too. Alabama does this too. Yeah, I don't um, I don't see Alabama's people going and taking visits. What I thought was funny, the funniest thing I think about that clip, and I always thought this when I first heard it, is that the teams that BV mentions are all SEC teams. It's like he's already, he's already his mind, he's in the SEC. Oh, yeah. And I, I honestly think that's probably, I think that's playing a bigger role in this recruiting. I think yep. BV and Bates and them are like, guys, we need you. When we go to the SEC, we need you. To be on our team, well, so we can go in there, mm-hmm. be top dogs, and, and these kid, kids are looking at like, yes, I want to go be 
do that. You know what I mean? Back, back to recruiting. Mm-hmm. I mean, the 2023 class, I think we all know that the 2024 class could very easily be better. Um, but those 2024 guys are, I think, really the guys and these 2023s that are going to be your, your your guys when you're going into the SEC. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. That, that's really, I think it's a selling point, too. Oh, yeah. It's like when you hear a recruit talk, 90% of them say they want to have a chance to play in the SEC. It doesn't matter what school, but playing in the SEC is every kid's dream, probably. Oh, for sure. And I think that's – I'm just sitting here, and I still cannot get my head wrapped around Colton Basic committing today. Listen. That is the equivalent uh, – I'm just going to throw a name out there. I mean, it's, it may not, it may be a little bit different, but say Brian Bosworth's son played at OU, lives in Norman, and he's going to go play for Texas. Can you imagine? I'm just, Texas, they cannot let guys like that get out of their own city. Or they're going to be in hurting big time. You know what I mean? Like, that's just letting him get out of Austin and especially going to OU. Man, that's got to be those fans over there have got to be crushed oh, yeah. tonight. I don't remember what, who, do you guys know who the last player out of Austin Westlake was for you? I don't. I know there hasn't been. Many, if any, I mean, they are—they have not had a good pull from them mm. there at all. Yeah, it's been a Texas pipeline, and it's a known school. Yeah, it's been a Texas pipeline, and maybe even A and M a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, who probably has that relationship down there. I don't know if it's just, you know, you when you get guys like Todd Bates and Chavis, you get guys like that that have recruited in the southeast, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like they yeah. have that reputation. Yeah. Then the head coach at Denton Geyer, I want to say, yep. coached at Baylor with Jeff Levy. Isn't that right? I heard that too. I heard that they – I heard roommates even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were roommates on the same. Fo- no, it was at OU. They were. Yeah, it might have been. They both played together. They were both GAs at OU together. Two, I, I mean, could you just imagine if we got those, the guy or four all coming in? I mean, that, that would be crazy. Yeah. Arnold, that's Arnold, Peyton, and Eli Bowen, and Ryan Yates. Yep. Yeah, that'd be incredible. Yeah, and then the 2024 is looking pretty good because pretty sure we've all heard that, you know, uh, the QB uh, spot, which uh, a lot of people thought Lagway. Um, there was another yeah. dude. What uh, it was? It was a two. I'm pretty sure it's a two. Uh, Two names. The big one is Michael Hawkins, right? Yeah, I was getting to that, yeah. Yeah, the guy was Lagway, though. They were 
pushing hard for him. People were wondering why it took so long for him to offer Hawkins, but they just wanted to see him at camp, I think, throw the ball some because they didn't have very much film on him. Well, he's the son of Hawkins that played at OU. Yeah. Yeah. His dad played defensive back, it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the early in the early two thousands. Oh yeah. And then the twenty twenty four class has a chance to have several five stars. I mean, David Stone, T. A. Cunningham, Nigel Smith. That's three five star defensive linemen. Oh yeah. And then Xavier Sims. Didn't he just what? DLU. It's the new DLU. Oh yeah, defensive oh, yeah. line university. Yeah, we're gonna be getting them for a while now. Yep. He moved Dude. to Durant, I believe. Xavier Sims. Someone did, yeah, but isn't the big one like? Isn't Stone the big one? Yeah. Wait, was, it, was he, he's top was, ten. Was he the one who was at uh, Michigan State this past weekend? Was that yeah, Smith? and his parents his and his family, family and his, and his parents were here. Yeah. Um. And then there's someone else because, from what I heard, uh, the quarterback Hawkins, I think it's Peyton Pierce. Um, they're both from the yep. same side of Texas. So, uh, early start, if you can get those two guys and they can do a little bit of recruiting, you could probably pull in a couple more guys from that area of Texas, which yeah, we all know it, it is pretty mm-hmm. pretty talented. Now, a guy I like from, from Texas uh, is Jaden Hardy, uh, the safety. Mm-hmm. Jaden Hardy. A guy that OU's been making quite a buzz for is – Desmond Ricks, the number one player in the 2024 class, the corner. Yeah, I've heard some buzz on him. Have you guys heard? He apparently, Jay Valai, has done a great job with him so far. Uh, There's Crystal Bond for Florida State, but I did hear that. And then No, that's that's old. Yeah, old. That's what I – but, I mean, I very well doubt it's going to happen. But, you know, isn't Charles Lester – with the right – yep. Charles yeah, Lester. So, so just at least one of them. That, that would be great. Yeah. One of those two guys. I mean, yeah, I'm and well, is a very uh, aggressive recruiter too. So I do think he. Yeah. I think he could possibly get Desmond Rooks. I mean, that would that would be really big. If if that happens, that would be. I I don't even know what to say. Yes, yeah, tell me the last I, time OU I got a five-star have, defensive back. And well, I think we just have to seriously. Yeah. We have to get used to it. A five-star corner, yeah. 0.4 off of a perfect grade. I mean, yeah, but mm-hmm. think about this. Think about this. Clemson before Brent Venables got there, they weren't that good. Their defense wasn't good at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. look what he did to them. Where basically every year they were getting good players. It's gonna, guys, OU is a better place to recruit to than Clemson. OU's been recruiting guys for years, way before Clemson oh, ever yeah. did. OU's a giant. 
BV did what he did at Clemson. He's going to get – I'm telling you, we're just going to get used to him. He's going to be getting four and five-star guys all the time at OU. It's just going to – that's the new – that's the new oh, yeah. going to be the new norm, I think. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I Man, I'm sitting here. Get this. Under get this. the previous – Go ahead, Jackson. Oh, I was going to say, under the previous staff, it's not like they couldn't recruit. We can give them some credit for that. They were able to recruit, they but they couldn't develop. But they, they weren't recruiting defensively like that. Well, no, Brody, they no. weren't. They aren't recruiting four or five stars, but I'm sitting here, and I'm watching a game right now. I have it on the TV. Which and game? I've watched about five of them. I've watched about Listen, it's 2018 OU versus OSU. Okay, let me just – just y'all don't talk. I want you to listen to some of these players OU has playing. And I want you to see how many of these guys are in the NFL, okay? I'm going to start on offense. Kyler Murray, C.D. Lamb, Jeremiah Hall, uh, they have Trey Sermons out there, Marquise Brown. Okay, that's just a few, not to even go on the offense line. Let, O-line's loaded. Let me. They had Creed Humphrey, Cody Ford. Let me tell you about the defense. Ronnie Perkins, Kenneth Murray Jr., Curtis Bolton, Trey still in the NFL. Trey Brown, Trey Norwood. Trey Norwood. Guys. Uh, you're forgetting one person. Uh, Motley. Motley. Arnold Motley. Motley. Yeah, I see him out there now. They had they're plenty so of – they're not four or five stars, but they had talent. But just now, I just watched it, third and nine. They throw an incompletion, OSU. OU has a defensive back. Bookie hit a guy 15 minutes late. Penalty, they go down there and score after that. The 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 discipline, everything was just so bad. Five star That's coaching. Mind. That's coaching. Yeah, I've been watching a couple of those games. I had to had to watch the Texas game from last year, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I rewatched the Baylor game last night. Mm-hmm. If you want to see, if you want to see some missed tackling, just watch that game and and you're looking at it in the. the Two safeties from that year with Hurts are the same exact safeties that were the safeties last year. And, yeah, there was NFL talent on the field. Um, but just the discipline and what – I just hope we don't see the defensive backs running out this year, throwing their arms up after a miscompletion that was clearly not – they didn't do anything on it. It was just a bad throw, you know. Uh, you know, and then cross their arms. That was annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things are going to be different. To be honest, I don't think we know what the product on the field is going to fully look like yet, especially defensively. Yeah, I don't either. No, it it could get – It's going to be night and day different. I expect that, but I don't think – We may be the lowest penalized team in the country this year. Yeah, I don't think we know what to expect, really. Mm-mm. You know, and it's going to be different too. I wonder how they're going to do this. Is you're going to have an offense that Lincoln Riley got kind of away from the up tempo. This offense is going to go, 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 go. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes that can hurt a defense mm-hmm. if you score too quick. You know yep. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to see how they balance that out. Yep, for sure. I heard we should be. Schmidt should get them in tip top shape for that, though. Oh yeah. Uh, last season I heard that Ole Miss, it took them an average of thirteen seconds to get off their next snap. 
What was the average? 13 seconds. That's crazy. It's probably like 30. 30 seconds, Brandon. I don't know. That's insane. Crazy. I'm ready. Three more days. What? Thursday's when practice starts. Mm-hmm. Two and a half days, man. Let's go. At camp, I really want to do a day in the life of Chavis. Yeah. Because I want to know what his day in the life is like because he's such a unique guy. Yeah. And I feel like I would like to follow him around and practice with the camera. Yeah, what do you think we'll get? I mean, how much media? Because last year during the camps, Lincoln obviously didn't allow much from it. But, no. like, how much will we really get from fall camp? I don't think we'll get as much as spring because they'll be running out the first and second team units of, officially. But I think we'll still get some. Because the spring, we, we got a lot of footage in the spring. Really a lot. Yeah, and, and there was a lot of media that was able to attend it. And yeah. And... I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I want you all to try to guess who this quarterback is for this year I'm watching, guys. Spencer Sanders? No, 2018. Taylor Cornelius? Dude, corn dog. How'd you know that, Jackson? <laughs> corn dog, bro. I know, I remember him. Tyler Wallace. Tyler Wallace is playing too. OU has nobody. That can Did they that. have Chuba Hubbard on that team? Uh, no. It's number guy. He, number five named Bell, I think is. Hmm. No That's who the running back is right now. But Tyler Wallace is out there. They just marching down the hmm. field. They they score on the first drive in a minute and fifteen seconds. Corn dog is quarterback. <laughs> That's one thing I hope we. Oh, he just completed another one, forty yard pass. They got they got guys wide open. Okay, I'm ready for that to not happen anymore. Yeah. Re- realistically, do you do you guys? Oh, hold see on. the ceiling of the defense being top ten. Or do you think real, that's a little real, bit too much to ask? Real quick I don't think it's I too much that, to ask. I, I want to add to what you said about that game, about that number five. That's Justice Hill out there. Oh, oh. it's Justice Hill, not Bale. It looked like he yeah. Bale from here. Yeah, that's yeah, Justice was, Hill. Their running backs were Justice Hill. Uh, they had the L.D. Brown dude. Um, Chuba Hubbard. Don't see him on the roster. Like, oh, yeah, he was there. He was there. Redshirt freshman, but yeah, just wow. as chill. That's the worst OSU team they've had in a while. I mean, they're five and four going into this game, so then they were five and five. Yeah, they didn't they must upset us too. I don't know. They might. Have yeah, been. yeah. Because we got the interception and or corn dog threw that terrible throw in overtime when they went for two to win. Are you serious? Is, is that in Stillwater yeah. or? No, it's in Norman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Norman. Because that's how the offense played terrible in the second half. Yeah, Kyler Murray. They gave up the game. Uh-huh. That's right. So Todd Bates and Miguel Chavis today. Oh, yeah, in the car? 
Yeah, that. Did you see the one chased by the pool? Or was that by a pool? It was somewhere. It looked like what? it was in his pool at his house after the, after he committed. You didn't see that one, Jackson? After Vasek committed. Wait, did he put it on his Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go look at it right now. He was screaming. He was screaming, let's go. He had his shirt off and he was screaming. That guy's full of energy, bro. Yeah. I saw the thing where he put, I love recruiting because I love people and relationships. Let me see if I can find the video. Oh, that's the video. That That guy could still be in the NFL. I feel like if or he he gets to play somewhere. Hey, what's what's the deal with uh this JP Lossman? What does he do? He's a assistant QB coach, right? Yeah, I've heard I've heard rave reviews about him. Yeah. Like, people love him. He 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 was the guy that threw at their pro day, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. And he's also an offensive quality control assistant, I think, too. Man, this staff is great. Um, he he is yep. uh uh he was a former Clemson analyst. He is player personnel and football administration assistant. Did y'all watch Hang Time's video today? I did. Uh, yeah. The new player lounge and stuff. That's sweet. I need to go watch it. The thing is, it's, it's so none true. of it's even close to done. Oh, I know, but still, like, just like they tore down the Switzer Center, wasn't it? And they're building that back up to be some extremely nice for NIL, I think. Oh, yeah. They've been doing really stuff really. for NIL really well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They were Gabe Eichert and Teddy Lemon released their strength in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah that has that they already have some. Yep, Dusty Dvorak is in that with them too. I'm, then I'm there's the Norman NIO club, which I think has I th- like twenty thousand yeah. followers now, right? Twenty thousand dollars donated. Yeah, uh, already twenty thousand followers. It's gonna get up to over a million dollars I think before the season starts. Mm. Some of the stuff's cool though, like this thing Dusty and them are doing. Like you get all this oh, yeah. content that you can like. How much is that? Through. Well, that's what You're the uh, levels. Boom Crew, too. Do you yeah, know how much crew? that costs, the Boom Crew? I'm not it's sure. more. I know that Norman NIL Club is probably the cheapest one. Depending well, on how much all I know it. is that I listened to the Oakland Breakdown last night, and they had Dusty on there talking about it. And I would encourage anybody to go try to sign up for that strength in the Oklahoma. It sounds really cool. They've done their due diligence. They, you know, you got OU guys doing it. But it's not – they don't work for OU. It's just like it, 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 they've done it the right way. They're, they talked about how they are not making it where these players are having to give so much time to do this. They're still focusing on football. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to try and sign for that strengthening Oklahoma myself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I got the, I got the tiers. Um, if you do the elite subscription uh, – $200 a month, you get a priority Ooh. access to every strengthening Oklahoma event, um, and you get an autographed item. But if you do the Tier 2, you can get access for strengthening Oklahoma events and a strengthening Oklahoma hat as well. 
So, I mean. How much is tier two? Tier two is 47. Tier one is 19, and you get exclusive player content interviews. Yeah, like, they do interviews and stuff. Like, they said they have 13, I think it was 13 players this year. 13 so, players. The players, yeah. are, the players are Bowman, Downs, Farouk, Grimes, Lawrence, Wiggs, Redmond, Stoops, Stutzman, Washington, Weiss, White, and Willis. Yeah, and I encourage anybody listening really good to amount. this. Anybody listening to this, go sign up for that. I think that's a great thing. Oh, yeah. And the way they're doing the NIL is how it was all meant to be done, too. Agree. Oh, for sure. They're just not because right they're new. The Barry Switzer NIL thing, they had to make some changes to that. They haven't officially released all the details to that. But is that the Norman one, it, or is that something different? No, that's where like that's fifty thousand, right? Each, yeah, where each player can earn up to fifty thousand dollars. They have community to service, do, I think. So they have to do community service. They have to make a certain GPA in school. They have to do a lot of stuff in order to earn the money, which is how it should be done. Yeah, you shouldn't just get free money. Yeah, you and, know. and when are they going to start selling the jerseys? Because I know that's a – is that going to be like at that, the games? It's supposed to come out at the – they're supposed to release a whole new shop before the new season starts. Because I want to buy one. I want to get a that's jersey. All that's, I don't really have yeah, a jersey. What jersey would you get? Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Gabriel's Gabriel or Stutzman. I feel like are two of the obvious choices. What about you, Mims. Jackson? Me? Yeah. Mm. That's so hard. <laughs> Probably, I feel like the guy I could see myself buying is Key Lawrence. Yeah. I'm thinking I could maybe see booty. myself getting boot general booty. I think I want a booty jersey. <laughs> General Booty. Just have Booty on the back of my shirt. <laughs> no. Do you know whose jersey I am going to buy, though, whenever he gets on campus? Who? Oh. David Hicks, even though he's not committed. but Dude, Jackson's got, Jackson is pumped for David Hicks now. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't usually say I see generational talents. The only other – Guy I've been convinced I was a generational talent was Caleb Williams. David Hicks is a dude. They're they're comparing like, him to like would be like Tommy Harris. I mean like that. Yeah, Tommy Harris, Tommy Harris and Joe McCoy mixed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Like they said that he would start as a true freshman. Oh, which is insane. Yeah. You know who else? Is jersey I could see myself getting. Who? I I could see a RSJ or Rain jersey. Oh yeah, Andrew Rain, a Broken Arrow. That would be cool. Broken Arrow, yeah. Uh, speaking of Andrew Rain, Jason, I got a story to say. So I told this to uh Brody. Whenever I went to the spring game and I got a photo with Rain, I showed him the photo of me, Brody, and Trey with him from the BA game, and he said that he remembered us. Oh right? really? And he, he and then he said if I if we go to a game to get his attention and he'll get us autographed gloves and and cleats. Oh, that'd be free. sweet. Oh my. Yeah. No, we, we should go to a game awesome. and have that picture on a poster. Pretty sure we were throwing the yeah. horse down in that. No. Team. Yeah. What you yeah, do is we you were. Know, what we need to do is recreate the picture again, but like five years later, you know. 
We would look mm-hmm. so different in that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool though. Even Rain too. I would be a lot. We would all be so much taller up on Andrew Rain. Well, especially you and Traver. Yeah, I was a little short. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, guys, thank we. Well, uh, we're forgetting something. Uh, basketball. We got the four and four starting this week. Basketball, yeah. Um, that is, is that going to be televised on ESPN Plus Sooner Vision? I, I, I hope it's on Sooner Vision. Look, look, because I really do think it will be because Baylor did this and theirs was televised on ESPN Plus. I know Auburn's is going to be televised on ESPN Plus. Um, and with the Sooner Vision, I do think it will be on ESPN Plus. Um, but we do know that there won't be uh, Benny Schroeder or Yaya Akita. So, that's, I mean, it is what it is. But if everyone else plays, um, because Baylor was out there like top players, it's going to be interesting because I think the starting lineup he throws out there for the first game could very well be just the five guys that were there last year. Um, But I think it won't be the lineup that comes out uh, day one in November. Wait, you don't think Basima will start? Bama Sile? What do you yeah, say? Bama Sile. If I had yeah, to put money start. on my on if, my starting lineup, it would be Field, away Bama Sile, Hill and Gross. But I don't yeah, know if he'll start away to start because he is a true freshman. But I think well, those are that's the starting five in November. The best thing about this is the practice they get. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. It's so huge. Indeed. These are professional teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you get extra practices. Extra practices, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of teams are starting to do this now. I'm excited to see it, see us play mm-hmm. play them because we don't really know much about the competition we're facing. I mean, could be playing a really good team. So mm-hmm. they didn't do this last year. Um, it's going to be interesting because Groves is going to have to play key minutes. Luke North. Uh, Northweather, he's yep, gonna have to get he he's gonna have to get key minutes, and then Sam Godwin, who is not on scholarship from Wofford, he's gonna have to get key minutes because of the injuries. So yeah, it'll be very. I think Jake Moser may even have to mm-hmm. play some. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. A guy I'm interested to see play from last year's team is Jacob Groves. Jacob Groves, he got taller apparently. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I heard I that, he and I heard he's made significant strides, especially defensively. I want to see Tanner too, because if he really yeah. did get bigger, that's gonna help him a lot. Yeah. He looks like he's kind of slimmed down and just gotten taller. Moser said he's added on weight. Oh, he has or muscle. That's what Moser said. Maybe it's conference. muscle. He looks thinner. Yeah. I mean, I just want to see. Uh, Two true freshmen so badly. Uh, who's oh, on yeah. in Away? I'm, I think Away may put up 30 in one of these games. I don't know. Uh, away or Sherfield where will. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, those three guys scoring-wise, we didn't have that last year. No. I think this, the ceiling for this team, if it all pans out, is Sweet 16, Elite 8. Yeah, Moser, Moser is a – Proven coach in March Madness, mm-hmm. um, and 
the Big 12 is going to be really, really tough this year because I don't think there's a bad team. I think all 10 teams have a legit shot at going to the yeah. NCAA tournament. Did you well, see Iowa State? West Virginia. Iowa the State worst team is West Virginia. Baloo, Omaha Baloo. Yeah. Highest yeah. recruit in uh, – he just won Peach Jam. Highest recruit in uh, program history. But I want to talk about the recruit to OU. 2024, right? 2023. I want to talk about the 2023 to OU uh, had on a visit. There's a couple guys. Sebastian Mack. Mack. I watched three of his full Peach Jam games against multiple five stars. And I – honestly – I had no idea who he was, no idea that OU was recruiting him. And I was watching this kid, mm, kid me either. And I and I knew I knew that uh the team he's on had a five star. I was genuinely convinced this was the top ten five star player. And no, he's a four star three star so I think he's a four star, pretty lower on in the recruiting ranks. I'm like, who is recruiting this dude? And Oklahoma was a lead. Man, if we get this dude, I would be so excited to see him in a way together. He is a very he's a guard who can score at all yeah. three levels. He pushes the pace. He's he's a really good frame. Um and he would fit really, really, really well for Moses. Mm-hmm. The thing that has concerned me the most so far is being able to recruit centers. I haven't seen centers. Well that's gonna be a tough position to recruit. Yeah, you're gonna have to get him from the transfer portal. There's just not that many out there, I don't think anymore. There is no. but you're I mean you, there's baseball. Baseball is going to be Arkansas. You've gone to Kingsley. Now, P- P- we were in on him, but he could reclass and go up to, to 2022. I think that's his thing. And obviously, Kentucky is Kentucky. So, um, yeah. what position yeah, does this Johnson, what position does this guy that's two star play, two sport? Small forward. Uh, Jaco- no, Johnson, I don't think he'll play basketball. Yeah, I don't think he'll play basketball. Well, I did hear – I don't remember who say that. If he wants to play basketball or football, Brent Venables may let him. But isn't yeah. Lagway a two-sport guy too? Baseball. Is it baseball? I, I, don't know if we'll, I don't know if we'll get him. But I mean, what if him and, and – uh, we him, we get him and Hawkins. But that would be wild. But, um, like, basketball-wise, I mean – you they had another talking, guy come in too, didn't they? Recruit this I weekend. I think it was R.J. Uh, um, I don't know. Someone came RJ. in. Uh, it was Lewis or Jones. I don't remember which one. But on basketball recruiting, the 2024 class, it's primed up to be. I mean, Moser is the lead guy for. Five-star Trenton Flowers, who plays with Bronny James. Um, he's the lead guy for him. He's taking a Maryland visit uh, tomorrow, actually. But he is the lead guy, 6'8", guard, kind of a dual forward. Um, they're saying maybe Georgia State could be in on that. But then there's in-state player David Castillo, who mm-hmm. I really, really, really want them to get. It's really between us and OSU at the moment. Um, and so – yeah, mm-hmm. that if you get one of those guys, I mean, I think you're you're in pretty good yep. shape, especially both if you can get both of them. Yeah, well, one guy in state that you, I feel like we should have gotten was uh Brandon Garrison. Brandon Garrison, he's more of an OSU dude. He's not really yeah. an OU dude. Um, but he's he's a really good player though. He's really good. He. 
he's more of a like glass cleaning, like kind of like a defensive kind of player. But we do already have Jacob Cole, who is on a really good team. You mentioned the dude that Iowa State got. That's who Jacob Cole plays with uh, up in Branson. He's on that team. They have a lot of other guys. Um, John Bowl played there for a little bit. Um, Jordan huh. Walsh played at Link Academy. Um, okay. They that's they're really high, but the the guy we brought in is that Jones. where the kid from Union transferred? Uh, no, that was no, Compass Prep or something Compass like Prep. that. Yes, R.J. Jones is the other dude we brought in. Um, he's a shooting guard. He's he's kind of a scorer. Um, but I think he probably good. To um, uh, what's Kansas State? I think that's that's kind of where he's at. Um, and then centers, Moser's not really on, in on many centers because you know Bayfall, Zayden High, TJ Power are probably all gonna go to um, like you know higher schools than us at the moment. So yeah. In terms of center, losing out on Garrison, and we lost out on someone else, Trent Pierce, the union dude. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see. I think it, you'll build it through the transfer portal, but I think Yaya Kita is more than well enough to be your guy there. Mm. Yeah. When's our, when's our first game in that? In this? Uh, I haven't seen when the first game is. I just know that I thought I had a rumor about I I had a rumor about Friday. That would probably be right. They they flew out today, I think. So they did. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I'm ready for it. Yeah, it should be very interesting. Um, I am well. I think OU athletics is a lot to look forward to. Yeah. The the program. They call us champion for a reason, you know? I mean, that's just who we are. Champion. I mean, I, it's one of the, probably the best program overall that a student athlete could want to go to. Yeah, I mean, it's just getting better, I think. With facilities yeah. and everything, I mean, it's just going to keep getting better. I mean, sure. a sport that I'm sure we won't reach much, but that is going up is uh, baseball, too. So baseball's going up. Oh, yeah. And they have, like, what, what was it? They have, like, 12 or 13 players drafted from their team. Yeah, they had a good squad, for sure. A really good squad, yeah. Did y'all see um, Malachi Coleman's? Uh, tweet in response to Vasek's commitment. Uh, uh, he, he put like a, he put yes sir and some eyeballs on there, but yeah, I, I think we land Coleman in football. Malachi Coleman is the last offensive player on our board because I think we all expect Anthony Evans is one of the locks. And that game versus Nebraska, I heard, is when he's going to take his official to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I believe. Or maybe, yeah, that's what I've heard that. And if we blow them out of the water, I think we go number one on his list. 
Yeah, he would be a pretty big get. Um, yeah. There's not much, though, he only had, like, 18, 19 catches last year, but just, the, I, got, I heard the offense he played in isn't very good for him anyway. And plus his, what is he? He's like 6'4", 6'5", 220. I think he's really skinny. He's yeah. an athletic freak, and, and he runs like a 4'4". Four, four. Yeah, isn't, isn't Roy Manning also in on his recruitment at USC? Aren't they? Yeah, USC is number three in his, in his recruitment right now. Are they recruiting him to play defense or something, him. though? Because it says Roy Manning is I leading. I don't know. I don't know well, what they're doing out there. Yeah, I don't know. They do weird things out there. Because remember, that's the place that every college athlete would want to be. Oh, it's the Mecca. Yeah. All right, so that is pretty much going to wrap it up uh, for the first Sooner Search podcast. Um, it, was a, it was a great time recording. Make sure y'all go ahead and follow us on Twitter. Um, Twitter is the Sooner Surge. Um, we have a website in the works that will be up on our Twitter page along with this podcast when it comes out. Will be on the Twitter page. Make sure you follow the Twitter page. Follow the the podcast, like the podcast, all those type of things. And guys, that's pretty much it.